imagine celebrating your success going on holidays having bonfire on the beach with your loved ones unfortunately most entrepreneurs experience burnout within the first year but what is it that makes others succeed i'm your host tajul khurana call me kk join me as we have fireside chats with experts who have insider secrets around how to rest rejuvenate recharge and be bonfire entrepreneurs hello and welcome to bonfire entrepreneur this is your host kk and our new guest today is one of the most sought after podcast strategists in the entrepreneurial game he is known for helping business owners make thousands of dollars with their podcast within weeks of launching he is the founder of podcast profit lab which teaches entrepreneurs how to plan and launch strategic and profitable podcasts to create mass movements and change so welcome to the show the podcast junkie jamie atkinson Hey KK, how are you doing? It's uh, very good. It's Thank so you. good to be on the podcast. I'm so excited to be here because I saw the creation of this podcast. So I'm very excited <laughs> to be on as a guest. I am more excited than you are. Just for our listeners, he is my coach, and he helped me launch the podcast. So the credit goes to him, and I'm super, super happy, excited, and honored to have him as one of my guests. And I just want to say the credit one hundred percent goes to you, KK, because I'm just here along for the ride. I just gave you some steps, and you just crushed it. And I love this <laughs> podcast, so I'm super excited to be as a guest. And for any of you guys listening, I've got some cool stuff to share with you guys today on exactly what KK talks about on this podcast a lot. And and this happened just recently, so I can't wait to dig into today's episode. Cool. So Jamie, first tell our listeners about you, like who Jamie Atkinson is. Yeah, well, that's a, that's fun. So, who is Jamie? So, I'm I'm an English dude. So, I'm actually from the UK, but we travel full time, and we have for the last three years. Right now, we're in Philadelphia with um, me and my girlfriend Gina, and we run a podcast company. And you know, some people ask me like, "Well, Jamie, what what's a podcast company? How does that work?" And what we basically do is we help um, amazing online entrepreneurs, like coaches and course creators, we help them create amazing, powerful podcasts that not only give them a platform to speak from, but also can help them make money and drive their business at the same time. And we've been doing this business now since about May last year. That's when we originally launched the idea. But I've been through about. Seven or eight different businesses before that. I've been in wow. the entrepreneurial game for about two and a half years. The first year and a half was tough. There was lots of battles there, but um, since May last year, we've really hit our stride in how we want to help people. And honestly, it's been really interesting because I mean, KK, you know what this is like—like like oh, the entrepreneurial game. It's amazing. Oh, it's a journey, right? It's like up and down, and like we're winning, fantastic, and then yeah. oh, everything's going wrong, and and it's this constant battle of you know. discipline and surrender which is very very interesting but yeah that's a little bit about what we do so what made you switch to a podcast business i mean you just mentioned you had six or seven or eight businesses before this what was the main catch yeah i mean the biggest thing for me was we went to funnel hacking live back in february of 2019 and at the event one of the biggest messages that i heard and i'd heard it throughout going through the one funnel away challenge and through lots of different entrepreneurs and, and and experts was you need to be publishing right 
a lot of people were like, you need to have a platform. And, you know, it was one of those things that I had a lot of resistance to. I didn't want to go and put myself out there. I didn't want to speak to an audience. I just wanted to create a business. And it wasn't until Funnel Hacking Live that I really understood why that was so important. And I was in the room on the very first day. And I remembered because I was surrounded by like these thousands and thousands of entrepreneurs and it was super overwhelming. Like I had never met any of these people before and had just gone there on a whim. We flew all the way from Thailand to get to that event. It's like a 25 wow. hour flight. <laughs> and uh, when we got there, you know, I was pretty much on my last dime. I was throwing everything in to try and figure it out. And one of the first speeches that we heard was by a, a coach and a, a funnel hacking live speaker, a speaker called Nicholas Bailey. And Nicholas shared a message on stage and he was basically telling people that when he was a young kid, he was a little bit overweight, in fact, quite overweight. And the reason was his parents actually had a divorce when they were young. You know, he coped by, you know, eating. That was his coping mechanism. And, you know, he got bullied all through school. He had a terrible, terrible time and a, and a really tough time in his upbringing. And when he got older, he decided that he was going to fix it. He was going to get fit. And he ended up, ended up becoming a personal trainer and, and getting his body really in shape. And one thing that he realized was that he had gotten with his partner, his wife then at the time, and she was absolutely um, ready to get married and they were engaged. And she took him to one side one day and said, hey, Nick, like, you don't have any pictures of when you were younger. You haven't really told me about your past. Like, if we're going to get married, we need to get this out in the open. And he ended up, you know, opening up to her and telling her about, you know, his tough upbringing, how he didn't like to look at his past because all of the terrible things that happened were really, really tough on him. And, you know, they eventually talked it out. And at a business conference one day, you know, Nick went up on stage and he had this script that was prepared and he was going to tell people about fitness and all of these things. And he actually just broke down on stage, started crying and started just sharing his story about how it had been a terrible struggle, about how he'd been overweight as a kid, how he'd figured it out, how he'd overcome all of these obstacles. And he shared all of this mess that was in his in his past. And he didn't even tell anybody about the product, what the promotion was, like what the offer was, but he closed nearly half of the room who were listening on this presentation into this high ticket program. And it was the most successful day they'd ever had in the previous 12 months. And that kind of surprised him because he was like, wow, I didn't pitch anything. I didn't sell no. them on the benefits. I just told them about my past and they ended up buying. And like, why was that? And you know, the, the presentation he shared was about how your mess becomes your message. The stuff that you go through, the pain, the suffering, the, the challenges, when you go through that and when you share that with your audience, they really connect with you. Because even wow. if they've not gone through your pain, they've gone through a version of their own pain. And, and that was really profound and powerful to me. So after Funnel Hacking Live, I was like, man, I got a bunch of mess. Like, let's share this on a podcast. And I, and I started my podcast, The Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. And after about two or three months, I started to spot a lot of problems in the podcasting world, a lot of mistakes and challenges. You know, for example, the average podcaster only does seven episodes. Most right. people, 90% on average, generally, uh, quit within three months. And I started why? to ask myself, why? like, yeah. well, why is that? Right? And I started to ask people and they were saying things like, well, you know, it wasn't doing anything for my business or, you know, I just couldn't see how it was going to be successful or like things weren't really working out. And what I realized was that people weren't, you know, the average person who's a business owner just doesn't have the patience to wait 12 months to be successful, right? 
every podcast expert out there was like, you've just got to keep publishing every day for a year. And then eventually someday, like in the mystical land of whenever land, it's going to actually hit and it's going to make money. But the problem is most people don't work like that. People have to see the reward that they're getting for them to be able to take action. So I I actually stumbled across what we do inside of our business by accident because I was doing my podcast interviews and, you know, it was going really well and I was meeting lots of my dream customers who are these amazing entrepreneurs, but I still didn't have a business figured out, right? I was still just kind of talking to them about funnels and what was exciting. And, And at the time I was trying to cold call and speak to dentists and, you know, that wasn't going very well at all. I would be spending all day, every day cold calling these dental offices and you know the rare occasion i did get through to uh, a dentist they didn't want to speak to me right because i was this weird marketer that called them there was no connection there and then one day i done this interview with this guy on the podcast and it was a really great interview we just hung out we were chatting about marketing and everything i learned with funnels and he was a really really interesting guy and um, about a week later he ended up phoning me back up and he said hey jamie um i was actually just thinking about our conversation we had and about what you were talking about with funnels, could we get on another phone call? Because I think I need some help with this. And I ended up getting on a call. And within 15 minutes, the guy had wired me $2,000 via PayPal. And wow. I was like, whoa, like I've just been grinding, like trying to do these cold, cold calls, like not getting through to these people that I don't even really want to hang out with, these dentists I don't like. <laughs> and then on the other hand, I've just been doing fun, cool podcasts with my dream customers, these entrepreneurs, people I love. and then with pretty much no effort, some guy just gave me $2,000. I was like, wow, like if I could do that on purpose, that would be incredible. Oh, so but that was an eye opener. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It just all came to me in that moment. So over the next two months, I started to work backwards from what I discovered and I ended up creating a framework and, and we started to do it on purpose. We started to get clients who were signing up and starting to get people who were becoming customers. And then eventually I taught it to a few other people they loved it. And then the, in May of 2019, the podcast Profit Lab was born, which was the program where we take people through this process of, hey, how do I go and actually launch a podcast? But more importantly, like, how do I attract my customers and sell to them with it? Amazing. So when you started your podcast, were you focusing on dentists? That was your target audience, was it? So my podcast was actually to do with speaking to entrepreneurs because I knew those were my dream customers. But at the time I was trying to make money by selling to dentists. I was doing, you know, the classic, I'm going to run Facebook ads for a local dentist, like a local Facebook ad agency. But it wasn't really, you know, connected with, with my dream uh, customer. You know, I, I say to people a lot of time, you've got to build your business around people that you actually want to hang out with. Like if you have nothing in common with the person that you're selling to, you're going to have a hard time getting them to trust you, right? A lot of trust comes from that kind of connection. So, you know, we ran into it and, you know, we've been doing that business now for a little over 10 months and things have been going fantastic. You know, we've got a really powerful community and an amazing program. But what I think is, um, is interesting is that we've experienced some of this kind of burnout um, along that journey, you know? I was about to ask you, what were the challenges or difficulties you faced when you were doing the frameworks or you were planning to start the company Podcast Profit Lab, you know? I'm sure it wasn't so easy. Yeah, I mean, we didn't have too many challenges when we first got started launching just purely because like I was desperate for money. Like we were at the point where we were four weeks away from, you know, having to pack up and go home. And, you know, that meant for me, that meant that my girlfriend who's American would have to go back to the US. I would have to go back to the UK. 
And for me, it was more significant than just, oh, I've got to go home and stop traveling. It was like, my whole life is going to change. And I couldn't make that happen. So, you know, we got this idea back in, in at the end of April. And within three weeks, we had, you know, created the message, created a Facebook group and launched the offer and, and sold out the beta program. So and we didn't really have a lot got of problems. We had 11 people come through the beta program and we sold it at full price. So we sold it at 997 for the beta. So we, it was great. It was a fantastic first response because up until that point, you know, I was making like $1,000 here, $2,000 there, a refund of like $2,000 would come. And it was very, very sporadic. And I wasn't really enjoying the process. So that, that, was, that was really monumental once we cracked the code on that. And you're crushing it now. <laughs> well, it's, it's amazing. The podcast uh, Profit Lab, I have gone through it. Every day we have a video and, you know, it's amazing. I mean, the program itself, it's so much value for money. Trust me. It's the best program I have ever interest, invested, you know. I've spent so much money, you know, buying courses. People just sell you the course, you know. Okay, here's the course. Do it at your own pace. And I think 90% of the people don't even finish their courses. Yeah, well, it's crazy. So here's the average. It's less than 6% of yeah. people. Yeah. actually finish your course and you're right like a lot of people and not everybody but most people will just sell you a course and then it's like okay on to the next one but yeah. for me it was about well you know i don't want to just sell people a podcast program like i want to create a community of podcasters like i want to help these people to actually launch their show and you know one of the biggest measurements in our company that that we go from and this is something we just recently um, introduced was that we don't actually measure our success every day by the money we make. We measure right. it by how many people have launched podcasts. And That's we have amazing. this kind of number, which we look at every day. And it's like, here's how many people have launched because of us. And, and that's kind of really exciting. Amazing. Amazing. So what are the burnouts you have faced in the last 10 months? Well, it was interesting because um, I think a lot of entrepreneurs go through this, but I kind of, in my mind, I looked at it as stages. So when I first got started, the first stage for me was just make enough money so that I can um, not be freaking out every month about paying the bills, right? Like get out of the red zone. And once we got out of that red zone, after we launched that beta program, the very first thing that happened to us was we started to freak out because we were doing so much stuff. Like I was by myself, I was trying to launch a course, I was also offering agency services, and I was doing like four or five different projects at a time. And one of the biggest challenges for me doing that was that I just got overwhelmed like crazy. And I actually went to an event with Russell Brunson and I was lucky to be a part of his Two Comma Club X program. And he said, you know, the single biggest thing that will make you wealthier than everybody else that you know is by focusing on one thing, one program, one course, one way to deliver traffic, and just to go and double down on that method. So we did that. And I killed everything else in my business. And we focused just on the actual course, the podcast Profit Lab. And it only really started to come into its own once we started to do that. But honestly, we've been through a lot of changes in the business. You know, we started to scale, we, you know, crossed the six figure mark, and, and, and it was very, very exciting. It happened very fast. And then we got to a new kind of stumbling block. And the biggest challenge for us in the last couple of months has been not how can I actually get more work done, but how can we get more work done as a team? Yeah. And one of the feelings that I had from burnout, and, and I don't mind being super honest with you guys, was that I just wasn't loving the process. Like I didn't enjoy, you know, just selling, like the money didn't really give me any kind of fulfillment. And I, and I got really stuck and I ended up hiring a coach and um, actually a good friend of mine. And this was actually only just in the last six weeks or so. 
So very, very recent. And what he helped me to do was really just to take a step back and say, well, what do you really want in life? And this was super, super powerful. You know, he got me to watch a, you know, a a presentation by a very well-known marketer back from 2007. And this presentation helped me to um, focus on what did my perfect day look like? And this is something that a lot of people have talked about in the online marketing space, but I'd never really given it a lot of attention. And when I dug into that, I started to notice a couple of things. The things that I was using as a goalpost and a measurement weren't the things that gave me fulfillment. See, for me, like I get a lot of fulfillment from uh, helping people. I get a lot of fulfillment from getting on a one-to-one call and, and helping somebody have a breakthrough. We get a lot of fulfillment from seeing people win, like getting people sharing those kind of stories with me. And, you know, uh, and there's a couple of things that I didn't enjoy. You know, I didn't enjoy big dramatic launches. No, I didn't enjoy putting my team under tons of pressure. I didn't enjoy having to push people, you know, to buy within a certain window of time. So once I started to identify that, it was like, wow, okay, so what can I change to get me closer to this perfect average day that I had envisioned? And even just in a couple of six weeks, it's been crazy about how driven and how my behavior has changed so much. So before, for example, um, I wanted to do, I wanted to wake up early every day so I could get ahead of the workday. And I really, really struggled to wake up, just couldn't do it. (laughs) I was always, I used to say I was always never a morning person and I tried to wake up early for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and I couldn't. And then I changed my thought process on, well, what does my perfect day look like? Like, what do I work on in my day? And then I started to wake up in the morning and I'm working on personal development. I'm like learning, I'm I'm finding it exciting. But more importantly is I'm moving closer to doing those things that are in my perfect day. You know, I don't work every hour of the day. I, I get a good chunk of my work done in the first couple of hours. And then I have the afternoon free to go and pursue and do the things that I want to hang out with my girlfriend, like do the stuff that's there. And it's been interesting that in that moment where I was feeling that overwhelm and pressure, the thing that really got me through it was shining a light on, is this really what I want my life to look like? Because a lot of people, when they start something, the way you start something is the way you end something. If you start something and you're working 90 hours a week, very, very difficult for you to You might say to yourself, oh, one day I'll do less, but it's very difficult to get out of that routine. But if you start something and you say, well, what do I want my day to look like? Like forget like 40 years time. Like what do I want my perfect day to look like in 12 months time, in 18 months time? And once you can picture that, you can start to change and start to make that happen. You know, for for example, for things like me, I was doing coaching calls at like 9am in the morning and I love coaching calls, but by doing a coaching call right at the beginning of the day, I felt like I fell behind on my work and I felt like I was playing catch up all day. It raised my cortisol levels. I was super stressed. So I I made a slight shift. I wake up early in the morning and I do like a morning routine for a couple of hours. And then from 9 a.m. until 2, it's completely free on my schedule. So, you know, today kind of being the exception. But what that means is that I can do whatever I need to get done in that time without worry of interruption, pressure or anything like that. And now when I do my coaching calls at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's still the same time slot that I'd scheduled in, but there's none of that pressure of like, oh, I need to get and do this thing or I need to do that thing. And honestly, that, that's helped a ton in just releasing a lot of pressure. But that's not to say that that method will work for everybody, right? right? Like not everybody wants to have a day laid out like I am. But if you can take the time to sit down and really think about and write out like what is your perfect 
mundane average day and i ended up writing down all the details like everything from walking down and smelling flowers to you know feeling you know the earth underneath my feet when i stepped outside what the place looked like what my house was like you know really getting clear on that helped me to really just see it and once i saw it i could figure out how to get closer to it and honestly it's been game changing Amazing. So what are the things you do now to stay focused and stay healthy? What are the things you're doing differently? Apart from planning your, you know, work day, are you doing some exercise, eating healthy, sleeping early? Have you changed your sleeping pattern? Yeah, I think the biggest thing was really understanding the why, right? It was why am I wanting to wake up early? And before it was like, oh, because I got to get ahead of work. And now it was well, I want to wake up early because I feel great in the mornings. I can work on my own personal stuff. I can do the things that give me excitement. And because of that, I find it really easy to change a lot of things. So now, you know, we go to bed pretty early. I, I probably am in bed by 9, 9.30. You know, I've started to implement some of these changes. And one of the biggest things that, that I've done, and, and this is a really, really important thing to understand for anybody that wants to change, is that most habit creation is, is very, very simple on, from a 30,000 foot view. You know, habits aren't intrinsically good or bad. We just label them based on what we believe. And most habits work in, you know, pretty much the same way, right? Um, but what we've started to do with our habit creation is one, identify that we probably won't be able to do more than one new habit every month. All so right. instead of trying to do all of the good habits, like eat healthy, exercise, do this, wake up early, all of that. Instead of trying to do all of that stuff and fail, we just implemented one at a time. So my first one was just waking up early and working on personal development. Now I'm into my second month, you know, I, I eat pretty healthy anyway. It's like more exercise and actually content creation. So anybody that's on my email list will notice that I'm actually writing a lot of emails <laughs> right now. Yeah. And the reason for that is because that's part of my morning routine and I really enjoy it right? So not only was it about introducing habits slowly, but it was also about having a really good reason why I want to do that habit. And, and here's the thing, guys, if you can't give yourself a great reason why you want to do a habit, and I don't mean like superficial, like I need to make more money. I mean, like on a deep level, like really thinking like, why is this important for me to change? If you can't get a really great why, you shouldn't be doing it, right? Like don't do it if you can't yeah. think of a really great reason why you know, focus on something else that is really important to you. And, you know, just having that shift of it, it made it from being a burden to something I'm excited to do every day. And now my identity has now shifted. And, and this is another really key um, part is that my identity shifted now to I'm a morning person. My identity wow. <laughs> shifted to I love doing personal development, right? It gives me so much joy and energy. And once you change your identity, it really starts to solidify how those things happen. And what's interesting is that every time you take an action, it's like a little signal to your brain saying, hey, this is who your identity is. Like every time you do an action, it reinforces that until eventually it becomes something that's, that's there and it sticks forever. It's amazing how you said a couple of things which I always tell my clients. A, there's no one size fit all. Like you said, if you're not a morning person, you're not a morning person. Find something which makes you feel happy, which fits your requirement. And B, don't do everything together. You know, I always tell, take baby steps, start implementing one thing at a time, give it four weeks and then, you know, adapt a new one. It makes it easy and it also helps you stay in the game because most of the entrepreneurs want to be successful. They want to make money. They want financial freedom or whatever kind of freedom it is. 
So I remember my mom always used to tell me when I was a little kid, suddenly I, I recall that today while I was uh, listening to you. She used to say when uh, wealth is lost, something is lost. But when health is lost, almost everything is lost. So she used to explain it. When you're healthy, you can earn the money back. When you're healthy, you can go find job, you know. But if you're not healthy or bedridden, even the money is not going to help you. So how do you think health plays a major role to be a successful entrepreneur? How important think, um, it should be? I think it's really interesting because, you know, for me, health comes under three main areas. It comes under, you know, exercise. It comes under food. But also it comes under sleep and, you know, these three areas, because that's where you, you know, you rest and that's where your body heals. And um, I think what's interesting is that a lot of people adhere to one or two, but very rarely do people do all three things. And, you know, I'm pretty conscious about what I eat. You know, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty flexible, but, you know, I don't eat, I don't eat any meat. I, I don't really eat um, any dairy and I'm pretty flexible on, on other stuff. But I'm always conscious about if I'm fueling my body the right way, then I'm going to be able to perform at a higher level. And, you know, I'm, I'm not in the greatest shape, in the greatest exercise shape, but it's something that I work towards every day. And, you know, I'm making the effort to go and walk and to do these things. And for me personally, I, I think from an exercise standpoint, the reason that I fell out of the habit was because I didn't feel like I was excited to go out and to do those things, right? Because a lot of the other areas in my life were also crashing. But once you can start to find the joy in things again, you know, it can give you that reason to want to go out and go and do it. So, you know, whereas before I just didn't want to go and work out because I didn't feel motivated or anything like that. Now, like after I've done a really great morning routine, I feel energized and I feel happy. And in those moments, it's much easier for me to go and put my coat on and step outside and go for a walk or just something simple like that. So for me, you know, pretty much every super successful entrepreneur that you see, and, and not everybody, but you know, some people are driven just by drive, but a lot of them have this great balance of health, wealth, mindset, you know, meditation and, and, and also rest. And that's something I think is super important. I think you again um, mentioned something which is very interesting because ex doing one hour of gym is not enough, you know, and this is very hyped up by fitness industry. In olden days, our ancestors never went to any gym right so they were always being active so if you're active and you're moving the whole day you will definitely have more energy compared to people who are having a sedentary lifestyle somebody who's sitting on a chair for seven eight nine hours you know at a stretch and not moving so mobility is the key to longevity going or not going to gym is not important so don't feel bad about it yeah. And there's something really powerful in walking. You know, a lot of people don't realize this, but like when you walk, there's a part of you that gets connected more so than running as well. Cause I used to be a runner and then I switched to walking and it actually activates a lot of things in your brain, which right. is amazing. And I always find I'm way more connected from just walking, which is fantastic. Absolutely. And especially if you get an opportunity to walk barefoot, that's amazing because mother oh, you can get those cool has. shoes right <laughs> you can get you can get those shoes that are like when you walk barefoot that they're pretty interesting no but your natural touch to earth is amazing you know because all the negative energy gets discharged mother earth has that kind of power to remove all the negativity from our body as well so like you said yes you can walk with shoes or whatever is comfortable but walking barefoot helps in a lot of aspects it strengthens your immunity. It helps you sleep better, you know. 
So connecting to nature anyway, like you said, it's amazing. Anyway, Jamie, so what's the advice you would give young entrepreneurs to escape burnout, increase productivity, especially with this coronavirus situation going on right now? People are panicking and especially entrepreneurs, they are getting worried with the economy crash or whatever. So what is the one piece of advice you would give people? I think the biggest piece of advice that I have, and and I'll touch on the coronavirus thing in a second, but I think the biggest piece of advice I have is if you can be actually understanding two things, who your dream customer is, and not just someone who will pay you money, but the person that if you were locked in a conference hall, you know, because of a COVID-19 shutdown and you couldn't like go anywhere (laughs) apart from just being with these people for 14 days, who would those people be? Who would be you know, what kind of conversations would you want to have? Because if you can understand that, that's going to be your dream customer. That's the person that you want to actually sell to. So first, avoiding burnout is easier if you're actually selling to your dream customer because you love the work that you do. Mm-hmm. And the second thing that I would say, which is, which is really powerful as well, is like I spoke a little earlier about is making sure that you can actually understand what you want your perfect day to look like. And if you can understand that, and you can be living your perfect day, a lot of that anxiety, that pressure, that feeling of burnout can disappear because the reality is most people don't want to work eight or nine hours a day. You know, that kind of came from back in the industrial revolution when Henry Ford said, well, how many hours a day can somebody work without, you know, getting so tired that they're going to hurt themselves? And that turned out to be eight hours. And then he just paid them an hour and a half, you know, time and a half after that mm-hmm. to keep them going longer. And then, you know, nobody's worried if they hurt themselves. But so the biggest thing is realizing, well, what do you actually want to do with your time? And as far as, you know, the coronavirus, I think it's never been a more exciting time because there's a huge opportunity to help a lot of people. Right. There's a lot of people out there right now who are stranded at home, who you know are stuck doing this. And you know, there's a huge opportunity to actually help people during the coronavirus. And, and bear in mind, we're not saying about making and, and taking advantage of the coronavirus. Right. We're simply stating the fact that you know, there are ways that your business can still thrive. And you shouldn't be in the mindset either of, oh, everybody else is closing, so I should also be that way. You shouldn't have any guilt associated with thriving in a time like this because if your product truly helps people and you know that the mission that you're on is going to make people's lives better, and if you're in any kind of wealth-building business, there's never been a more important time for people to have a consistent, reliable way to make money, right? right? Especially with so many people losing jobs. So I think it's a very exciting time, and honestly, I think it's all about just understanding that key component. Who do you want to work with? And what does your perfect day look like? Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. This is all the time we have, Jamie. So before we wind up, please tell our listeners where they can find you and if you have any special offer going on. For sure. I I think the best thing you guys could do, because um, just like KK has launched a podcast, I want to help as many of you guys launch amazing podcasts as possible. I've actually got a 330-point podcast launch checklist, um, which is a great resource. I'd love you guys to get that. If you head to uh, podcastprofitplaybook.com, you can grab a free copy of that from there. And I'd also like to invite you guys to come into our free Facebook community. If you get to joinpodcasting101.com, or if you just search for Podcasting 101 in Facebook, you'll be able to find us there. And we do a bunch of free training, usually every Thursday and a bunch of other freebies and competitions that we give out as well. And if any of you guys are wondering, well, how do I actually launch a podcast? The Podcast Profit Lab sounds awesome. How do I get involved with that? Then honestly, just reach out to me via Instagram at Jamie Atkinson or via Facebook as well. And um, I'll make sure to hook you guys up. 
Cool. I'm going to put all these links in the description box so the listeners can just click and check it out. And guys, if you really want to ask me about it, I launched my podcast in 15 days. I had zero idea. I'm not a technical savvy person. I had no idea about Simplecast, how to edit and how to do the graphics. So Jamie literally teaches you and walks you through. There are weekly coaching calls with him and his girlfriend, Gina. She's amazing as well. And they will not leave your hand until you launch. You know, they will make sure that you launch. And if you really, really want to have a platform to have your own voice and monetize your business, I think this is it. And Jamie and Gina both are amazing. This will be the best investment you would ever do. I would really vouch for it. Thank you, Jamie. It was <laughs> lovely to have you on our show today. Thank you for your time. Thank you, KK. And I'm excited to watch the podcast as it grows. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Do you know, fragrance remains in the hands that gives rose. Would you please share this episode with your entrepreneur friends so we can help each other escape burnout, increase productivity and achieve our goals faster. Also, let me know what topics you want me to cover in our future episodes at info at bodymindsolution.com. Would you please take a moment to rate and review this show? That would mean the world to me. And yes, don't forget to subscribe. This is your host, KK. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye.